Live from the Icebox Studio in Montgomeryville, Pennsylvania, it's the Bill and Corey Show. I'm Bill. And I'm Corey. Welcome back. This is live episode number 60 for wow. the Bill and Corey Show. So wow. pretty good. So a big countdown on 100. It's going to be sometime in the fall. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll be a syndicated. 100 episodes, you get syndicated. Oh, we get syndicated. Yeah, yeah you get wow. The, yeah. I didn't think of that. I have to work on yeah, my lawyer <laughs> to try to set things up for that. Yeah, so... Uh, we got some. I think these questions more interesting than last week, so we'll see. <laughs> you might not, but uh, good job I, this week, customers. Think, good I, job this I week. I think it is. Well, we we had a customer send us specifications, and it's oh boy, these blueprints and stuff. They uh, had some uh, piping size uh, on there and some regulators, and it's it was kind of interesting about bringing up some of the things they talked about. They're running, they had stainless steel regulators, and then they were running copper pipe to connect to the stainless steel regulators, which seems a little bit out of whack. And they, they, they were, their spec calls out for half-inch type L copper and then half-inch swage lock fittings, with the fittings going to half-inch FNPT, that's female national pipe taper. So it's a lot of half inches there. You know, hey, that sounds great. They're all going to be the same size. Nuh-uh. So uh, I got some. This is why we can't have nice things because we yeah. have to be so confusing. I know it's just <laughs> it's confusing, and I'm going to try to. Conf- I, you uh, confu- you're probably already confused to begin with. Well, I was confused yesterday during rehearsals. I'm not going to lie. Okay. So, anyways, <laughs> and well, I want to talk a little bit about the uh, Type L copper pipe. Most people might be like, "What the heck's Type L?" What is that like? I don't even know what number of the alphabet that is, but it's way down there. So what about A, B, C, D, and E? No, there's uh, actually four types of uh, copper pipe. Mm-hmm. Type L, oh, sorry, type K, L, and M. Don't know why they named them that way. And there's also uh, D, W, V, which is drain, waste, vent pipe. So mm-hmm. the, the D, W, V is your thinnest copper, and that would be used for... Um, uh, in typically inside houses and stuff, drain pipes um, or, or vent pipes, vent stacks. Yeah, drain and vent sound like almost the same thing and that they don't need. Uh, well, you get, yeah, you get, yeah, it's like at atmospheric pressure. But so waste is probably atmospheric pressure. Yeah, yeah that's, I, they, okay, I, I, I don't know. It just I seems didn't odd. name them. I know, it's just so, one of those things that we've always done at this point. Okay, so L, type L copper in the middle. That's the one most likely used in your house. So if you went around your house, you probably had L, copper. You might have some uh, M, but most likely it's all L. And that's a uh, relates to thickness. And the uh, the thickest one would be type K copper, and that's usually used. I don't think they use them for mains anymore. For that's that'd be more used for industrial type applications. Uh, and it's your heavier duty. You're not going to use that in the house. Um, yeah, probably. Probably not. Uh, I mean, what? Are you, what I what's, what's the what's the max pressure? Like one? Well, there's. Uh, I don't have a list. Hundred maybe in a house. Yeah, well, actually, the, the house though it's limited to thirty to eighty psi. Okay. And I think it's code. You can't have pressure over eighty psi. <sighs> I want to find a house with eighty psi. Yeah, that'd be really cool. good. But then you get those nozzles that are restricted down to nothing, a tiny little micro nozzle. No, you take out down. the you take out the restrictor. You, you That's the first thing the, I did when I moved to my apartment. Blow on no, you, you no, they put a little rubber thing oh, in there to restrict it. You go in yeah, there, reach it up right. out, and All you right, put a new don't, shower don't head that. on there. Don't do that. 
We're not in a okay, wa anyways, not water bad so area. So anyways, that. So I was kind of surprised to use L because I, I was I've done some plant work and we would have used K for the plant, but they used L. So you're kind of suspicious about what their knowledge is to begin with. So I guess kind of I don't have any half inch copper pipe. I didn't want to go to the store and buy any because I had to buy like ten foot of it or something. But I do have this is uh you want to do close up on this? So this is all my half inch stuff. So this is half inch stainless steel tubing. Mm -hmm. uh, we use this for stuff, and this is. Uh, this is a half-inch valve I had laying around my house back when I did plumbing stuff. So you think, okay, the half-inch will go into mm -hmm. the half-inch. Mm -hmm. It does. It does, but it, it's... it's <laughs> you got to put a lot of braise around it to make it stick. You see, it's uh, kind of loose in there. you gotta, you got to fill in a lot of, you got a lot of filler metal you got to put yeah. in there. So this is a <laughs> half-inch <laughs> copper street L, and that fits nice and snug in there. And you, you, braise it, you braise or solder that in there. And you can see here, you can actually... Put the half inch tubing inside the half inch copper. Uh, oof. So, uh, <laughs> copper. So there's different ways of calling copper pipe. If they have nominal sizes. Oh, and this. Uh, so nominal size for copper pipe uh, or OD size. Nominal size means pretty much in name only. Yeah, <laughs> yes, mean, pretty much. No, that's what. That's okay, what and then this is. Uh, it's as it keeps zooming in on this stuff. This is <laughs> this is half inch pipe, and. It's not even close. It's it's yeah. It's not even close there. So uh, copper tubing. If you get a half inch nominal copper tube, it is actually five eighths OD. Mm -hmm. So any of the actual ODs are one eighth larger than the nominal size. So is the ins does that mean the ID is a half inch, Bill? No, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> so this says like this uh, this valve. If you can actually get on there like eighty four inch TV and stand up close. It has half inch on there, but it's, it's half inch nominal. So the half inch OD ain't gonna fit, and half inch pipe, uh, the outside's about like half inch pipe. But yeah, the, yeah there's on half inch pipe, there's nothing on half inch pipe that's half inch. So it's just a nominal size. You know, now that, now that I think about it, I wish I would've looked this up before this, but I wonder, does Europe use nominal pipe sizes? I don't, I think they Europe. might. Uh, it's almost like they married. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. It's almost like they married metric and things. It's like, right, let's come up with a standard. No, this, came, this came first, I think. I guess I don't know. I don't know. Came, I'm just curious. I have yeah, no I idea. I wish I would have looked it up. Now that I'm thinking about so it. So we'll have to take a road trip. Where do you want to go? Um, let's go to. Oh, I've always. I haven't been in Eastern Europe yet. Let's go to Budapest. Go to Ukraine. Nah. Uh, Budapest stay in the, would be good. Yeah, Budapest. Yeah. Yeah, we go to Budapest. We'll, we'll 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 do that trip. Maybe we'll do that. We'll, yeah. We we have to schedule it so we're back. Or by Athens. Athens would be cool. Uh, oh yeah. I don't know if they have pipes there. So. Um, yeah. The yeah so that's pipes that's about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, they're all lead. Uh, so that's it for her uh, pipe size stuff. Okay. <laughs> we beat that one. Okay. The customer is looking for a replacement oxygen sensing cell for their monitor. We are needing the sensor only. Um, also adding pictures to help you with what we are needing. I didn't send, put the pictures in graphics, so that's okay. Uh, and the first picture shows part recycled in red. So it's, uh, this one's for you. Yeah, so this is our, this is a GSS. This thing detects for gas, just in case you got leaks. You know, you, usually this goes inside a cabinet on mm, the top. No, it doesn't have well, to. Well, it, 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 it could. It could be in a cabinet. It could be or in a cabinet. Or it could be somewhere in your In facility. the area to detect it. 
And so this is the GSS. This requires a controller. As you can see, there's nothing you can see on it. So you can get a controller. What's nice about the controllers is you can do multiples. This one comes in two, four, eight channels. Well, then we have one, two. One or, channel? Yeah, there's a one there's channel. There's a one channel. This I guess if two. you just be remote. Just this to get one remote. we had in stock. So okay. That's why I pulled well, it. Well, you can do it remote then is one of the good things. So you don't have to go to the area to see if there's any leakage. And also you can hook up multiples if you want to. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which it's is good. always a nice thing. Yep. And so in this case, the sensor will be this guy right here. Don't unscrew it all the way. We don't know what's going to happen. All right. That's true. That's, that's true. That's we don't want to surprise ourselves. <laughs> so it's this little, little guy, the sensor. So the, the customer only needs this. They gave us a part number for the whole thing, but luckily we got... It helps. It helps. It does help. And then you get another one. And you got another one. And where is my doohickey? Here's your doohickey. All right. So then Bill was showing me this one yesterday, and he's like, check this. This one doesn't need it. It's a standalone. We use that in cabinets a lot. So you so you can see the gas yes, detection. Yes. You don't have to look at on the wall for something. So when I was asking, I was like, there's no buttons on it. I was like, how does this work? And he says, this little guy... Didn't you open it? No, I'll leave it. Maybe. Oh, yeah, I leave it in there. It works through it. So what we have is a magnet, and there's buttons on the inside, and you go, and you can touch it, and with it, and it will, it will do, the do the, it's as if you're, it's a button thing underneath the glass. It's just all protected. So. Button that goes ping. Button that goes ping. And, and then, again, this one, this one doesn't have the sensor on it, so. It does. Oh, it does. It's a different. It's a different one. Different sensor. <laughs> so, so, so they look different. Is, I don't want you playing it because uh, these are for jobs. Okay. So we don't want to be like, yeah, yeah, Corey yeah. broke it. Well, I'm not going to. the cabinets. Well, we could probably get another one, hopefully. Ones. These aren't the only ones made, right? Is this a one of a kind? No, they make a lot of it. They're not one of a kind. <laughs> okay. Uh, more oxygen questions. Here, you want to put Man, everyone there. wants to breathe, it seems like. Yeah, oh, that's lighter that. than I thought it would be. Okay, we had a customer. Uh, can you help me recommend a regulator for this? CGA 540 oxygen on-demand regulator. I like the CGA 540 oxygen is kind of redundant because oxygen is the only one that goes with the CGA right, 540. Right, but it's, that's fine. But you don't know. No, it's fine. I'm just, I just wanted yeah, to point out a fun little fact. Yes, yeah, like CGA 580 could be a bunch of... A bunch of different gases. And some mixes and yeah. stuff like that. Um, so anyways, an on-demand regulator. I would expect something like a quarter inch or half inch <laughs> MNPT connection. However, I have an analyzer with a vacuum pump. So I actually need an on-demand type regulator. This is actually a different part of the, this is from directly from the customer. The normal flow would be around one liter a minute, max flow around 10 liters a minute. The pump will draw at least 100 kPa, and that's, uh, that's in, important. The, in the vacuum range. So, I mean, what's an on-demand on regulator? It's regulator. You ask for it, and we send it to you. Yeah, not quite. <laughs> <laughs> so, we have our DR490 is an on-demand regulator. And what this is, it won't deliver gas unless there's a demand. It's like a, I'm trying to think of like a scuba mm -hmm. regulator. And you have a, your mask on and your whole and scuba set up. Imagine if it was still flowing oxygen. Nice. <laughs> like, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to blow out. Yeah, I know. So, exactly. You only get oxygen when you're, when you're breathing in. And it'll, it'll open it up and you'll get oxygen. So it's good. Sort of like the Darth Vader kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, it is kind of like that. It's kind of like Darth I bet Vader. Bet you had an on-demand so on like, regulator to help yeah, him breathe. This is special. I wonder if it's a Matheson. So. It's probably painted black, though. I bet it could be. <laughs> <laughs> huh. So it's kind of funny looking. It's got a. It's a not Steve Buscemi funny looking, but it's a. 
It's a kind of pancake diaphragm thing. I, I, you know, I've never taken one of these apart. And I don't want to take this one apart because this is uh, from stock, so I don't want to ruin it. But yeah, so this is the only one we have for on-demand regulators. Um, this, I hate to say, is not going to help them out. Um, this uh, this has a flow capacity up to three liters a minute. They need 10 liters a yeah. minute. Uh, and you need a three-inch uh, water column um, suction to activate it. And these are used for uh, calibration gases mm. when you're calibrating uh, gas sensors that have vacuum pumps on them. There's, okay, yep. uh, these, the ones we had we showed before, these are diffusion type sensors, so they just kind of, they're hanging out, waiting yeah. for gas to... Touch them. Touch them. <laughs> and we've got ones, the, the, the toxic gas ones, so our toxic gas ones aren't going to wait. So they, they, have, <laughs> they have a little uh, suction pump on there, and you'd put it in the exhaust duct, and mm -hmm. it, would, it would pull the gas out of the exhaust duct looking for nasty gases. So when you're calibrating that, you'd use this kind of regulator because then it's, you can use this kind of regulator because then when the sensor, uh, it, you hook the tubing up to the sensor, the sensor's pulling and it'll pull gas out, your calibration gas out for that. How, how, how do you, I mean, is it, I know it, obviously there's no knob on there. Is there yeah, like, no so, so it's already preset and everything? Yeah, it's already preset. For what, you know what pressure? This is uh 30, uh, it says up to, th up to 30 inches. So okay. it, you're going to need at least uh, three inches of water column to, uh, for, it to, for it to activate. Okay. So, I mean, it's not for... It's not for breathing. Yeah, it really doesn't matter because you're... Once you release gas, it's going to screw up your vacuum. You yeah. have a full vacuum and now you're sucking gas and, oh, it's not a full vacuum anymore. Mm -hmm. so. But it, it's maxed out three liters a minute. So this, you can buy this. Where can you buy this? Store.mathesongas.com. You got it. So, and we can ship this within uh, 24 hours. There's a variety of CGA connections on here. Um, and for this person's application, you might want to look at, because it's oxygen mm -hmm. on demand, you might want to look at uh, medical regulators, which we don't, mm. we don't sell in our online store. So, um, yeah, that's all the... Uh, questions we have for this week uh tune in again next week at 10 a.m for another edition of the bill and Corey show set your vcrs